Smartmouth Wiley and the Ice of Triton. Triton is 56,958,438,584 miles from Earth. Looks a little cold, eh? That's because it is. It's minus 235 degrees Celsius. But that's the outside, not the environment inside Station 32. This moon orbits in retrograde, kind of like Buck Wiley. I only say that this guy in his snarky mouth is 99.99% based on a real guy I knew pretty damn well. The Ice of Triton is another Harry Cobb intrasolar system book, but it's different. Cobb operates out of Orbitus, an artificial environment between Earth and Mars. His secretary is Sadie. Max and Jody, one of which is an android, work for him. His trusted second-in-command, Rennie Colburn, is from Down Under, Australia, that is. Cobb's best friend is Inspector John Patnode from Mars. Cobb was a bureau agent and now has his own private investigative service. Cobb, in his office on Orbitus, gets a frantic distress signal from his old friend, Mark Belkin. Cobb has known Mark and his wife, Jenna, for decades. Broadcasting on a signal from Station 32 on Triton, Mark pleads with Cobb to meet him because Jenna's career as a planetary food administrator is in jeopardy. He wants to meet on a Callisto-based cruise liner, a vacation ship of sorts near Jupiter, to discuss the crisis. Mark ends the transmission by saying, it may be too late. After Commissar Nevis' death, Felix Alder and his cutthroat deputy Phil Severinsen take over the intrasolar system. On the cruise liner, Cobb meets a beautiful, golden-haired woman named Angelique, a professional oracle player. What in the world is Harry Cobb doing with this woman when his friend is on the way with not-so-good news about his wife, Jenna? A question Rennie keeps asking Cobb. C'est la vie. Cobb spends time conversing with this enchanting woman till early the next morning. Then everything goes wrong. Jenna Belkin dies in a tracer explosion and Cobb is abducted. Rennie arrives trying to figure out what's going on at the highest levels of government. Once free, Cobb contacts his old boss, John O'Neill. Other irregularities around Jenna's death surface, including arch-criminal Jacob Levinsky. Buck Wiley, everyone's smartass. The wise guy Inspector Wiley gives Cobb some phrase in Latin and a bunch of numbers that confuse everybody. Rennie and Cobb move to the interior, the Buntas, as they gather information around Jenna's tracer exploding. Rennie suggests pytoids, an illegal explosive. What was Jenna Belkin doing? The new information could lead right up the chain to Felix Alder and Phil Severinsen, leaders of the intrasolar system. When Cobb and Rennie attempt to get cooperation from Wiley, he smart-mouths them again. I'll see what I can do. It's clear that Wiley knows more than he's saying and is covering himself with tap dance answer. Wiley's phrases and more BS. Wiley translation is one who is exceeding his territory jurisdiction. And the other phrase is great danger awaits. Like Rennie says, why didn't Wiley just say that? Rennie and Cobb's contact Calvin are missing. Cobb meets a powerful, sexy, red-headed, bioregressive woman who warns him about being nosy. Calvin finally shakes hands with Cobb in the lobby. The bioregressive Kuchenkov, Nora Kuchenkov, is, is wanted for murder. Calvin mentions the worst prison in the solar system is right here in Triton. 
Calvin and Cobb find the body of Bernie Sorrell, a Levinsky contact, sprawled dead in the Buntas. His neck was snapped, which was Nora Kachenkov's trademark. Cobb confronts Kachenkov and she tells him he will find answers in the Sarazen and he will wish that she had killed him. Listen as Cobb is dumped into the worst prison in the solar system, the Sazarin. An old man at the entrance refers to the waters of oblivion. And soon Cobb is facing the Narvald, a massive slinking carnivore sent to eat prisoners. Cobb must survive the Narvald and somehow escape into the Sarazen prison. Even if he gets out, Alder is consolidating his dictatorial powers. Where is Rennie? And what of Angelique? The idea of the Harry Cobb series. Cobb is in the future, but the human condition remains intact. I will say, as we leave Cobb in the prison, that there is some nifty science fiction coming up toward the end of the book. One involving sound etchings, and another pertaining to the timeline. John Patnote, Cobb's good friend, joins the plot more than halfway through the book. We meet John O'Neill, Cobb's old boss, and his connections on Mars. Severinsen and Alder vie to kill Cobb, O'Neill, and Patno, so Alder can implement his plan to have total power. However, without getting out of prison, Cobb is finished. He has a plan, but it's a long shot, and very dangerous. And what are the waters of oblivion? Life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. John Lennon, 1940 to 1980. Clearly, Harry Cobb, on many levels, had other plans. Dear, dear Angelique. RPF. Postscript. I wrote The Ice of Triton in the wee hours of the morning, before work, after work, and sometimes during lunch.